0: Hey everyone, I'm Sai Kanakanti, and welcome to the Great Design Lead Podcast. I'm a designer at Spark DSG, where currently I've been using my skills to craft compelling apps and experiences.
1: Perfect. Hi, Sai. Sweet.
0: Okay, that was good. <laughs> hey.
1: I haven't seen you in so long. I-, I thought it was very fitting that the first podcast person should be the first return <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me. It's great to be back and catch up.
1: Yeah. So, like, I don't even know where to start. The last time that we talked, we were about to graduate and um, mm-hmm. like you were still looking for, for jobs. And I don't know, There's like so much has happened between now and then. Like, where do you where do you even want to start?
0: I mean, I guess the big change is that I have a job now, you know, before I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty nice.
1: Uh,
2: yeah.
1: But, yeah. So, like, how, how is your your nephew? Like, how is everything going on? Like, I guess we can start in, like, oh, so man. many different yeah.
2: places.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, my nephew's great. He's almost two now. So that's oh, been really nice. Um, He loves coming into my room and, like, tapping my little smart speaker to play the music. And he'll just, like, kind of bop his head and dance. <laughs> which is great. Um, you know, he can't talk yet, but he calls me like, de, which is nice. <laughs> <laughs> he has his own little language. <laughs> Aww,
2: that's
0: so um, cute. Yeah, then so that's been nice, you know, I have a nice job. So I'm just kind of like, hanging out, and enjoying life so far
1: talking to you when you first found out that you were going to start working there so I think that might be a fun place to start like going back in time Mm -hmm. a little bit and talking about like why did you apply how to start all of that kind of stuff so like what what caught your eye about them
0: well actually um the founder Justin he actually reached out to me um after senior show so like he was part of the list that like the our senior show website got sent to and I guess he liked the uh, the stuff that I did and so he kind of reached out to me and that was nice um it was nice to feel wanted you know
2: <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> but um yeah and and that was when I had you know a couple of interviews kind of lined up um but that was my first one where like they reached out to me um and it was interesting because uh one they were like fully remote Um, So that was something I had to consider. And then it was also, um, I know we talked about this last time, where I was kind of in that mindset of struggling between this kind of experiential um, spatial exhibition design and that kind of UX digital focused interaction design. Because I I really do like both of them. And it was really hard for me to kind of pick. But... Um I ended up choosing the UX side and I've been really enjoying it so no regrets there.
1: Good.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Going. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> that is so cool. So like um what was kind of your first exposure to to what they are and what they do and is that kind of the same in your mind of what you thought the the company was like versus when you actually got there and started meeting people and seeing what they do and stuff
2: um
0: yeah because I remember he he reached out to me through email so I was like poking through the website and I was like okay you know it was pretty cool um but I mean I guess like on the surface you know their work was very like UX focused and then like they had, like, some bigger name clients, but also some smaller name clients. But I was like, oh, I want to do, like, the cool stuff. Like, <laughs> I want to design slick <laughs> exhibitions and, like, all of that. Um, but I think when I first met with Justin, the founder, I think that kind of helped me get a better picture of what the place was like. Because it was, like, a brief kind of 15-minute get to know you just kind of like chat um and you know it, it was cool just kind of getting to know him getting an idea of like what the um the company was like um they used to be in person and then they kind of transitioned into a remote setting a couple of years back and they've been hmm. and it's been working really well for them um and I know um I I kind of made it to the second round of interviews where I met the um, design director and operations director and they they were pretty cool. Um, I, I remember um, in my interview when I was like presenting my portfolio and kind of sharing my screen, um, the Zoom, like Mac has this like permissions thing where like it don't, won't let you share the screen unless you say yes but when you say yes you have to like quit Zoom and then like Reopened that, so I'm like, Oh, I'm sorry, I'm gonna leave real quick. (laughs) But thankfully, they understood, yeah, (laughs) yeah, 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 you know. I I just had to keep them all in like all suspense of my work, you know, (laughs) whole exhibition and all that, and be like, Yeah, I'm just gonna tease you real quick and then come back. (laughs) But thankfully, that went well, and then, um, the thing that uh, and I made it to like the third round and where I got to meet like the whole design team, which is really nice. Cause I haven't had interviews like that before. Um, So it was cool. Cause it was like six, five or six, seven ish people. Uh, and it was the people that I'd be kind of working with on a day-to-day basis. Uh, and it was just really cool kind of getting to know them and just kind of understanding The culture that I'd be going into and they were really sweet and nice um which is great um and then you know thankfully that went well and I got the offer which is and now I'm working here now
1: (laughs) so fun like I what made you choose them over um other places that you were considering
2: oh that
0: that's a good question Um, yeah, because again, like the remote was something I had to figure out if I wanted to do that or if I wanted to kind of that in-person experience. Um, I think it was the people. Uh, Everyone was just like really nice and supportive. And, you know, I asked like questions about what it's like, like, um, if I'm able to kind of get feedback and they seem like a really kind of close knit group. Um, which I think is important or is something that I'm looking for when I'm kind of starting out fresh out in the world. You know, I want friends. Uh, (laughs) So, um, and they seem like a really great group of people. Uh, And even like Justin, the founder, Matt, the design director, everyone was really nice and kind of available. Um, And I think that led to me, you know, just kind of taking it. I remember I was like, Oh, I had to have these other interviews. Should I should I do it? Should I wait for those?
1: <laughs> or like
0: but like my heart was saying yes
2: to this. So I was like, all right.
1: Wow. What so when when we're talking about the the getting the job and everything like that, um what was that day like when you um got the email? I'm assuming it's the email.
0: Um. Well, it was a, a mysterious email of like, "Hey, you want to chat on Thursday?" <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then, and then I got the offer. But I remember I got that email when I was on the train coming back from Philly for another interview, and I oh, was like, wow. "It's you, you know that like thrilling feeling of like, I think he's gonna give me the job." You know, I don't want to like bank on it and be too excited, but like. Uh, uh. <laughs> uh so i was like all right all right yeah i'm 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 down to meet um and yeah it, it was cool because justin was like oh you know the team really liked you um and like because uh, the design team was all uh, girls at that point mm-hmm. and they were like oh he wasn't in- intimidated by all the girls and all that he was like meshed in well with us uh <laughs> and you know talented and so it was just nice to kind of know that the team liked me as well, as well as me liking them um and you know gave me the offer, and you know I kind of signed it, um, and that was that
1: yeah, and so what was the time <laughs> frame between um like signing and getting the offer and, and starting?
2: um I
0: think like a month. 'Cause I know I got the offer like a couple of weeks after I graduated and I started in the middle of July. So there was like that month of kind of like the paperwork and getting mm. the equipment sent over and just kind of onboarding and things like that. But yeah.
1: <laughs> so I'm trying to like imagine what it was like to, because I I did that recently of the whole onboarding thing and and everything like mm-hmm. that and yeah. learning everything and constantly, uh, everything's a form. Every there's there's always a password or something that you don't know and you're trying. Oh, to yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so what what was it like for you that kind of to narrow it down just that that first week of getting started. Ooh.
0: I remember, um, you know, the first day I was nervous, as one would be, Um, but I remember the first few days were pretty chill. Um, It was more of like me getting to meet each member of the team, you know, kind of one-on-one, just to kind of get to know them, see what they're working on, what they do, and they're like a pretty small company, so um, I got to meet like all of them and kind of... um, Get to know them. And so that was nice, just kind of putting names to faces and, <laughs> you know, seeing the kind of things that I would be working on. Um, and then uh, the kind of second half of that week, I started to get um, working on my first project. And thankfully, I think I was assigned a more kind of creative focused project. I think. Just because like fresh out of design school, it gives me that <laughs> opportunity to kind of, you know, think creatively instead of like updating the button style. So I, <laughs> I, I did appreciate that.
1: <laughs> I feel like a lot of people uh, do their, their fair amount of like auditing and uh, mm, all of these yeah. things. <laughs> so that's very nice that you, you were able to dodge that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, but it was it's cool because... To get like exposure to all of that stuff, um, that's been really interesting. In like the past, I guess I've been here for like five months now. Um, of just getting exposed to, you know, the the kind of project management, their workflow, the approach to the design process, and how to, you know, kind of communicate with clients, um, and you know, present your work in a way that know gets the client on board um i've gotten exposure to a lot of that which has been really useful and i've learned a lot from that
1: the thing that you said uh before um about uh the the message that you got from him uh Mm -hmm. after the senior show and you said it's nice to to feel wanted (laughs) Mm. (laughs) i think that's really relatable but w- when you say that what do you what do you mean by it?
0: I mean I guess because there's just like that um that doubt of like oh you know I I I did college I'm graduated I made it but will people want me you know um <laughs> and it's like um and this is something I've been thinking about for a while of like I have a lot of confidence in my work, but like confidence in me as a person is like, eh. so So um, there's like that too. And so, you know, getting the offer from Justin and, you know, um, him mentioning how the team liked me a lot and, you know, all of that was really validating to hear. Just nice to to hear, I guess, just positive comments.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I I remember uh before starting my job I uh I was doing freelancing and stuff like that and uh mm-hmm. but I I don't know. I some, some days I wouldn't have anything to do and I just remember sitting there mm-hmm. and yeah. like what's the what is the point of today? <laughs> mm-hmm. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. And yeah.
1: I don't know. Like uh, you you look back on um uh the last time that we talked and how you were feeling versus how you're feeling now. W- what do you think about um the difference between the two points in your life?
0: Oh, that's a great question. Um, I know I think the last time we talked, I was in a lot more of a transitional phase of like we were just about to graduate, and then it was like now what. <laughs> Um, And just kind of like, you don't know what the next step is going to be. And now that I'm on the other side, um, I think just reflecting on it, you know, I definitely made the right decision for me. I've been enjoying my time here and um, it almost makes like all of the hard work and, you know, just kind of experiences worth it, I guess. Um, and you know if, if I could like go back and like text you know young sigh <laughs> from like six months ago, it would be like all right i'm I'm Cy from the future you know you'll 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 be fine, you know just d- don't worry about it
1: <laughs> do you feel like um like you you stress more than you needed to
0: um I mean, I think we all do of a kind of like. You know, hyper focused on the future, and like, oh, what if I don't make enough money? How am I gonna survive out in the world? <laughs> um, and all of that, you know. I I know that um, a lot of that was kind of things that I was thinking about back in senior year of like, oh, okay, is my portfolio good? And like, um, yeah, I guess things like that. But, um i mean it all worked out in the end so i'm pretty happy with that
1: i think yeah i i noticed that um since starting the the job um i don't know i i I think that did you feel like when you started this job in in ux um I feel a lot like I'm almost going back to school. The amount of things that I'm learning and
2: figuring out. <laughs>
0: <Right>. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it it is really interesting, right? It's like a whole kind of different world, I guess, compared to the kind of surface level covering that we learned in design school. And like, I did minor in some of the UX classes in college. But I think just having that in-person experience of, like, getting to see what user testing is like um, and, you know, just trying to craft the right experience for the user and how that kind of bleeds into a lot of things and how you have to, like, advocate for the user, even to, like, clients and things like that. Mm. Um, that, That's a lot of interesting stuff that... um, I feel like you don't kind of get in school, in design school, that kind of in-person experience, I guess.
1: Yeah. When, kind of like this whole in-between college and now, I, Mm -hmm. I noticed a lot of things that I really feel like, in the moment in college, I thought that it was, is like, such a big deal and so important. Mm, yeah. Certain things, like GPA, all of these other things. Right. And now mm. it's, it's so crazy about how much of that doesn't matter at all. Or there are certain mm. things yeah, that,
2: yeah. You <laughs> get,
1: that you're like, wait, wait, what do you mean this doesn't matter anymore?
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. And, Uh, This is, like, really stupid, but, like, yesterday, I was thinking about, like, in elementary school, I used to, um, we used to have, like, spelling assignments, and, like, every Monday, uh, we'd get, like, a list of words every week, and every Monday, it was, like, we had to alpha um, reorder the list in alphabetical order, and I just, like, remembered that I did that yesterday. I'm, like, I have no reason to do this now. (laughs) So I kind of get where you're coming from. And I think there are like a lot of things that we did stress out about in, you know, our graphic design curriculum that like once you're out in the world, you know, some of it, like it's still really helpful, um, but, you know, you kind of learn these new skills and um, I guess kind of some of them don't come in handy as much. Um, so I, I I see where you're coming from.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. It's just it's just very weird. Um, I mean, I, I felt a little bit of that when I went from from high school to college. How so many things mm-hmm. didn't matter anymore. <laughs> right. But... I mean,
0: calculus. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> e- econ in high school, which was horrible.
2: <laughs> uh, oh yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> but um, uh, so kind of how how you're doing now? Like, what is your what is your day-to-day like like what's it like just today like what did you do what is your life like (laughs) (laughs)
0: um it it's 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 cool Uh, it's like I think the thing that struck me when I first started was like they're so organized and like on top of things um and I think part of it comes from the way they kind of project manage which um, I think it's called like agile methodology, mm-hmm. and it's just like a, a a kind of structure where like you know, I work on a project every day, and then um, some at some point during that day there's like a short check in of like, all right, you know, this is what I did today, this is what I need feedback on. you know this isn't working. Um, and every day that kind of helps keep you accountable. And then it also helps keep like the client accountable too. Cause it's like, oh, if, if I need something for this phase of work, you know, I need it now. <laughs> and then there's also like <laughs> weekly check-ins with the client um, and things like that. Um, and so it's just been like very organized and smooth sailing, which I, I like, I am a organized guy, <laughs> um, but I think lately I've been kind of bouncing around projects, just kind of helping out um, and kind of using my animation and kind of coding skill sets to
1: help Ooh. assist
0: the design, which has been pretty fun.
1: What does that mean?
0: <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, for for example, there's a um, medical kind of health science e startup And they're releasing an app sometime soon. And the app has like achievements. Um, And I got to like design the visuals for the achievements, which is really cool of kind of like taking their existing brand system and just kind of imagining what these achievements would be, how to design them in a way that kind of like engages the user. And then um, because I, I, you know taught myself after effects and during the the college days and you know made a bunch of side projects i was able to put some of that to use and create or kind of animate the badges so like when the user kind of unlocks that badge create the little cool animation um and kind of crafting that sense of motion in a way that um is really delightful to the user and like motivating and that was uh, that was pretty fun to work on because it's like a more visual kind of creative component of that design. And then um, uh, one of the challenges for that was handing it off to the developer team because they wanted those kind of animations as uh, GIF files. And GIFs are not like the best with gradients which mm-hmm. the the kind of badge style that I developed was um, kind of used heavily. And so uh, I had to like mess around a lot in like Photoshop and like, how do I optimize this GIF in the best way possible? And, you know, and I had to export like multiple versions for like one, 1X for normal screen size and 2X for like retina, high density screens. Um, and then just due to the way that I had to optimize the GIF, I had to create two more versions for light and dark mode.
2: Oh, um, of I can the see that.
0: So that the GIF would kind of render correctly on uh, the screen. And so, um, and, and they also needed this within, like, three days, which is, like, really tight <laughs> and terrifying. <laughs> um, but I, I had the this kind of, like, out-of-the-box idea to, like, because I had to, like, once I exported the optimized GIFs or whatever, I had to kind of check to see if they worked well on that background and kind of switch between them, see if I, um, anything got corrupted or if I messed up and had to redo it. So I coded this simple little kind of web, you know, utility where I would just, like, drop the badges in there, and it was just a list of all the, achievement badges and I could like switch between them and then I had like a toggle between okay 1x 2x light mode dark mode and I could just kind of tab between them and see like okay are these the correct ones um and you know did I do it correctly did the animation go out correctly Um, and that was really helpful because it allowed me to iterate um of like you know you kind of drop the badge in the little viewer program that I made and it's like oh I forgot to change the color here, oh! but you would never notice that. oh! But I have to do it, <laughs> um, things like that. But then it was also helpful just to kind of um, show the animation to um, the lead designer that I was working with, um, just because she was more, she was art directing it and giving me the feedback and like how to tweak the animation. So it was an easy way to like, okay, upload it to my web server, uh, pass the link like oh hey the bad site is updated with the new badge that I just finished um and you know is it approved or like is there anything I should fix um and it was a uh, easy way to do that without kind of like video calling and sharing the screen because sometimes that emotion doesn't translate well when the internet oh. is kind of messing up um, so it, it was really helpful and I think um and thankfully I finished that badge or I handed off the badges uh, like a day early. And a lot of that was because I was freaking out like the first day and I was like, I'm going to plan. I'm going <laughs> to like template, uh, templatize these kind of reusable parts of the animation. So I only have to recraft them once and then just change the things that I need to change. Um, a lot of like things like that. And thankfully I was able to kind of uh, optimize that workflow and get them done pretty quickly Um, but yeah that was a fun kind of use of my skill sets and like the coding and like animation because it does I guess take me back to my like hobbyist days when I was little of like messing around the computers and (laughs) enabling cool tweaks like the the jelly windows and things like that
1: The jelly windows?
0: Oh, okay, okay. (laughs) So um, back when I was like nine, I used to um, play around with Linux and like the different uh, versions of Linux. Um, And so uh, Ubuntu, which is like the most common version of Linux, in their older versions back when I was like nine, uh, they had a lot of these like settings that you could turn on as a way to show off like, look at the cool graphics things that I can do. Um, Cause computers weren't like as powerful back then as they were now. And so one of them was like jelly windows where um, if you like drag the window and move it around it would kind of like
2: whoosh, shake,
0: <laughs> like as if it like it was jello. And I thought that was like the coolest thing. And I was like, enabled the, the hack to get it to work. And I was like, oh, that was incredible. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it it does kind of take me back to those days.
1: Uh, so when when you were working on the badge, um was that so was that in vision? Like how did you do this? Was it in Photoshop?
0: Um so I designed like the visual language for the badges in Figma, just because mm-hmm. that's for for that client. Um we mainly worked in, because that's what they use. And then for actually animating the badges i imported them into after effects and then kind of developed like how i wanted that animation to look
2: um and
0: kind of honed that down and then um and then i i had to like instead of exporting it as a gif directly from after effects because like the gradients would get messed up i had to like export the raw file and then like bring it into photoshop And then save for web and then change all these like settings in order for this like gradient to be really smooth and not be like crusty and pixely. So it was like a a nice kind of variety of of programs there.
1: Would you ever be a fan of like Lottie animations and stuff like that?
0: Yeah, that's what I that's what I thought the badges were gonna be, but the dev team wanted the um as gifts. So I had to kind of adapt that process because that's where like the gradients come in because Lottie handles gradients pretty well and I was like oh no do we have to take out the <laughs> gradient, but it looks very flat without it oh no, <laughs> um, but thankfully I was able to kind of find a way to make it work.
1: Do you, do you know what kind of things that they use to build websites.
0: Um, who, who's they.
1: Oh, I meant like um like your development team. Like there's there's some people oh, who do yeah, Webflow, yeah. some people do other stuff.
0: Mm. Yeah, um I think they handle a lot of different things. Like they're they're an experienced kind of dev team that we work with. Um and they they do a lot of like front-end, back-end stuff. So I'm imagining like WordPress, you know, mm. Drupal Drupal, um, all of the different kind of things. So I think they kind of adapt to what the client needs. Um, and they're like an external team that we just kind of like collaborate with and we have a good relationship with. So um, I, yeah, I, I don't really, I haven't had much of a kind of working relationship with them yet. Yeah, I only like just started working with them like a couple of weeks ago, but it's been kind of cool to see like their approach and also just kind of their viewpoint on the design because it's like me showing them these things like okay is this like possible I had this idea of like if we can do this um, do you think you could do that and it's like yes but we need extra time it's like uh, their kind of approach to things I find really interesting too
1: yeah Um, my dev team is really nice but they low-key scare me (laughs) oh (laughs) (laughs) I'm always afraid of okay. like saying something that's not possible they, they don't do anything to scare me I just
2: mm, yeah
1: <laughs> I'm just afraid of like saying something stupid or or asking for or, like putting all this time to UX and then to give it to them and they're like this isn't possible and I'm like oh never mind <laughs> right.
2: yeah
0: I mean it is that kind of interesting relationship right of uh, the design and dev kind of have to collaborate and go hand in hand and kind of adapt when dev can't do certain things and, you know kind of change that design to accommodate uh, so so that's definitely been an interesting aspect of my experience so far because I know with the uh, badge um badge project that wasn't our main dev team that we work with and it's really nice it was like the client hired someone else Mm. Um, so it it's uh, interesting, kind of seeing what uh, what they were able to kind of take of our concepts and build it out. Um, and it's cool because actually I get to test the app that um, we we've been working on. So I just like have it on my phone. It's like <laughs> it's cool because like I had a lot of uh, input in that kind of design. What my first project when I like started was. The kind of home screen of the app because the general kind of high level purpose it like takes all your um, information and gives you like a score, a health score, um, uh, uh, kind of like a your credit score, like if you're doing good or <laughs> bad. Uh, and so they wanted that home screen to be like a really branded um, moment that uh, was kind of attractive, but also like reflected your current score and i was part of that kind of exploration and narrowing down how that would work um and it it was cool to be a part of that process because it was also like i got to see what the testing was like because i we developed like three different concepts and then impression tested them with people um for apps kind of target demographic to see what they preferred and then i got to Design how the kind of home graphic would animate in, like when the app kind of opens, um, and then you kind of see it on your phone, and it's like, oh, I made that animation. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> um, it's kind of cool to see it from like beginning to end, in a way that like, I guess school projects aren't like because you, you kind of like mm. print out your thing and see it on the board, but this is like I did this for someone else, and. It's here, which is <laughs> a, a nice feeling, you know. <laughs> oh,
1: what was it like to first download it on your phone for the first time?
0: Um, it was it was a cool experience, you know, because um, it was I got access to it pretty early in the development. So it's like only like the home tab was working at the time, (laughs) and like not even like my little graphic, but like everything else around it. And then just kind of like getting um, the build kind of updated every couple of weeks, and you kind of see the pieces fall into place. It's it's kind of it's pretty cool to see because it's like, oh, they added in the thing that I made. Oh man, that's cool. And then like today they updated that. And they added the other kind of charts that I helped out with, and it's like, oh man, I I, I helped design that. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> it is pretty cool and like validating. Um, I will say.
1: Um, so there's one thing that that I found recently, and I wanted to mm-hmm. talk to you about it because it was really interesting. Um, uh, so there was like back in like 2012. I found this like obscure youtube video somewhere back in in 2012 okay, yeah um there was this programming conference i think in california and um
2: okay
1: this, this guy was doing a speech and he started the speech and he was kind of shy <laughs> and quiet <laughs> <laughs> but just like me yeah. <laughs> he was uh he started the speech and he said hey I'm not here to uh, give you any prizes, like the last person who was up here, or or like do something interactive or anything. I'm here to tell you how to live your life. And I'm like, that's weird for <laughs> <Poor> a programming <laughs> conference. <laughs> that's not okay. what I expected. And then he started this whole thing where he was design, he was coding something, and then he would wait a couple of seconds, and then he would show you full screen the the design and and slowly right. he was like isn't this weird to to code something and then there's a delay and then you have to save and then you have to see your thing and then he started like <clears> slowly going through this point of of like being able to code and design at the same time and then he got to a point where he was doing shortcuts where it was you weren't even coding at that point you were just pressing buttons and and you had so much more power over stuff Mm -hmm. to be able to do things really quickly and he was talking about how um uh how creators should be directly connected to what they're making um instead of Mm -hmm. sending stuff off to people and then uh learning about it weeks later (laughs) or or anything like that and and the stuff that he was talking about um was was really cool because he said that i'm trying to just make sure that i say it the right way um he said that there are so many ideas that that don't happen because people don't have Mm -hmm. this opportunity to try things out in real time and stuff like that and and he said that uh that he thought it was like in his mind a great injustice (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that all these people <laughs> wanted to make mm. these things and, and then make them real. Um, but right. but they couldn't because they, they didn't have the skills to. And he wanted uh, he hoped one day that that people would be able to create things and be more connected to them. What do you what do you mm-hmm. think about that? Because I thought that was very interesting.
2: I
0: I think I, I, I do kind of see where he's coming from. Um of like You know, I've also had these kind of just like grand ideas of like, oh, I want to make this or that. Um, But um, I don't have like the skill set to do it of like the programming or just like the general knowledge of how to kind of get what's in my head out into, you know, the actual screen or whatever. And that's why um, I think things like like Webflow or just like canva are really cool because it gives um a lot more i guess it makes design a lot more approachable to just like the average person and i remember like you know back in my school days i was like canva i like photoshop and, and design <laughs> who needs canva but like when you think about it, it's just like that, um it's just m- that idea of making design and creativity more approachable is I think really powerful. And then, you know, if they're interested, you know, kind of learn more, master um, the programs and all of that. But um I really like that mission of, you know, software, like Webflow, and you know, just the different kind of, simplifying creative apps out there. Um, So I I do kind of see where he's coming from. And, you know, I think there are companies out there trying to do their best to kind of fix that, you know, make it more approachable, bring abstract some of that programming maybe so that the designer could still understand it, Um, but kind kind of work with it and create something really cool. Um, Because I know there is this really cool Figma plugin that's like, I I follow the guy who's working on it in Twitter. It's called, I forget, Automator. Um, And it's like, um, uh, do you know the app called Shortcuts on your phone? It's just like built in um, on like iPhones and the Mac. You can kind of make these like mini programs with it it's like a really simple kind of programming uh kind of shortcut maker um so like for example like every um every day i have a family facetime with like a group facetime with my close family and every time i'd have to do it i have to like open the facetime app and like put the three names but i made a shortcut to do that and now i can just like press the buttons like boom Um, so just like these little micro apps that simplify, um, your life and your tasks. And so that automator plugin is basically that, but for Figma, Mm. which is like really cool and has a lot of potential. And I've been like following his progress and like seeing how people, like the beta testers have been using it. And it's like, it's just cool to see like the kind of creative things that people come up with when you're given these simple kind of building blocks of like, you're putting these pieces together of like, okay, create square and then like, <laughs> you like co- combine all these like small little s- blocks of statements and then create this one powerful command that like simplifies what used to take like hours. <laughs> right. It, it, it's cool. Cause like uh, one person I know, like kind of com- clicked the button and it just like makes a weather widget that they pre-made with like those commands and it's like okay now I have this kind of primitive I can like customize what weather I want to be displayed and things like that and kind of refine from there um and I think tools like that have a lot of potential to kind of um I guess empower the designer and really extend their workflow in a way that we haven't seen before
1: I think anything that keeps you from doing monotonous things the same thing over Mm. and over again is a gift
2: right (laughs) oh yeah yeah
1: (laughs) yeah like sometimes you just there's so many things that I do just because like I didn't think of doing it another way or a a simpler thing Mm. isn't yeah accessible
0: right like The moment I discovered, like, symbols and components in Sketch um, and Figma, that kind of, like, changed my life, because I remember (laughs) um, it was, I was working on, like, a side project of, like, a graphic design dating simulator, but it was, like, me, (laughs) Um, and I, like, designed the thing in Sketch and all that, and it was just, like, Oh, I had to make all these copies of, like, the same, like, dialogue box, but, like, change the the text or, like, buttons or, that are the same style, but I have to copy, paste them, and change something. And it was just, like, the files got bloated pretty quickly. Mm. But then um, I eventually discovered, like, that you can just create these reusable symbols of, like, buttons or just kind of, like, project cards or whatever. And I'm like, whoa. Okay. <laughs> um it's it's like all these like um and i'm I'm very big on like optimizing my workflow of like okay, like this is like annoying, is there like a better way to do this, and then when you find it, it's like hell yeah <laughs> um
1: <Did> you <laughs> do you find yeah i I do agree with you, did you find components on your own, or was it from like a YouTube video or something
0: um I don't remember i think um an upperclassman in the graphic design program told me about it oh. um, or maybe I, I would like see like the create simple button everywhere and i'm like what is what is this i don't understand because <laughs> i know like symbols in illustrator like i do not understand oh. what that is um and yeah. like i assumed it was like something similar but it's just like oh it's just a reusable little thing I'm like, wow, that's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> did
1: you, did yeah, you hear- or
0: even like, oh, sorry, go
1: ahead. Oh, no, no, keep going, keep going.
0: Uh, um, uh, just another small anecdote. In like After Effects, um, when I was working on like the dating simulator thing, it was just like lines and lines of these like um, assets and images that I had like layer on top of each other to build that UI and then be able to animate it. And I'm like, oh man, that's annoying. <laughs> and then I realized you could do this thing called like pre uh, like pre-composing, which is essentially oh. like grouping layers, um, which I did not know existed. And then I'm like, oh, I can group the layers and then apply this one thing to all to everything within that group. And I'm like, oh man, that's because <laughs> before if I had to like fade in something, I'd be like, hey, zero one hundred for like each one. and it was, like, very time-consuming, so uh, I I definitely, you know, agree with you of, like, you know, anything that really helps simplify the workflow, helps empower you, you know, kind of gets rid of the monotonous things and lets you focus on, you know, the more creative aspects is uh, really cool.
1: Where do I go from that? Like, so i I started doing this thing like so okay so i started doing this thing at work they um they they have so i work in adobe XD most of the time and what they use for their Mm -hmm. their websites is um uh, adobe experience manager which is like i just went into it recently and it was right I, i i was able to look at uh like metlife.com and then like all of the sites Mm -hmm. for all of the different countries and they were walking me through this and I was like wow whoa (laughs) there is (laughs) this is literally the whole world and I'm looking at it on my screen
2: Mm -hmm. yeah yeah
1: they didn't give me any of the editing powers to delete a website or something like that, so I can I can be safe. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I said yeah. I said please don't give me that power. I, I, I'm too scared. <laughs> um, <laughs> but but the thing that, that that they're doing with Adobe, like similar to Figma, is um, they they have the the components and everything. But what I started using was uh, these component libraries. So all of these different bits right. and pieces on everything that they do. Uh, connected to a library Mm -hmm. and I got access to the library and then I could Mm -hmm. just update it anytime. And there's like hundreds and hundreds of components for this overall website. Like it's you're working Mm -hmm. with either um, like customer facing sites or um, internal employee facing sites and everything about that. It's, it's, it's so crazy to look at this library of, Oh, wow. I could literally make anything that I wanted in a week to checking with other mm-hmm. people i can't do everything with in my own vacuum but there's right. it's like so much stuff has been has been made for me and everything like that and if it gets updated it's it's done for me it's so right it, it so kind cool. of like
0: expands out from the the button that you update and just automatically kind of updates
1: yeah yeah i th- mm-hmm. i i knew you could do libraries but it wasn't until i started my job that i was like Oh, wow, there's like 300 items here.
0: <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really interesting. Um, and that is something I've kind of learned in my, you know, five months as a seasoned, you know, man with a job now of, like, <laughs> this concept of the the design system uh, and, you know, how much work goes into that, like how it's not just, like, a style guide you know, it's not just, like, the parts, it's, like, all of that plus, like, you know, written documentation on, like, where to use this and, like, all of this, like, kind of in-depth, um, kind of, I guess, there's they're just, like, so much to it, right? Uh, it's, it's been really cool to kind of see and uh, see it from, like, the beginning because um, one of the projects that I've been working on now is for, like, a really big kind of analytics company. And they're they're kind of like Adobe, and they have, like, a bunch of different kind of products that they've kind of acquired or just kind of made over the years that are, like, different levels of old. And they all have, like, wildly different, like, interfaces, right? Of, like, some look like they're from the 90s, some look like they're from 2006. Um, Oh, wow. And they hired us to kind of modernize that and unify it under a single design system. And they like started, they started that work, but they hired us to kind of extend that and really kind of audit their products. You know, I remember one of the things that we did was we like looked at a a subset of their products that they had and we just like aggressively screenshot like every (laughs) button and like, control and then see how wildly different it was across each of the the products and that was a helpful in terms of like okay where do we start and it was interesting because um it's just kind of like we're pitching that idea of the design system for them and we have to we also have to pitch it to like because they're a big kind of enterprisey company pitch it to like the shareholders and stakeholders and it's um, a lot of like advocating for the user and creating like the best experience for your target audience which um, I think is really cool because it's like not just the design aspect of it it's also like the strategy side of like okay you know we made these little kind of mock-ups of like what would a unified design system look like okay now we have to pitch this in like a Really craft this narrative with like statistics on like, oh, uh, Netflix used a design system. You know they have so many subscribers now. You know things like that. <laughs> um, and they kind of doing craft okay. that narrative. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you, you know Apple and Google too. And yeah. <laughs> it's it's cool because they like all those big companies that use the design system. It's all they see it as like a product, right? It's like its own product in addition to like the iphone and the Macs or whatever that has their own dedicated team of like maintaining and then kind of updating that you know making sure it's used consistently uh, and kind of like a champion for that kind of consistent engaging design system and so um it's cool to like be on the side of like we're looking at this company kind of disparate kind of interfaces and like seeing how you can you know unify it under this single design system um, philosophy and then kind of pitching it to the everyone and kind of selling them on it Um, I found that really fascinating.
1: Uh, When you talk to people that are real people not uh, (laughs) pretend clients and Mm -hmm. and like studies and stuff like that do you feel like you talk to them differently? Like in, in in school, we were thinking like, oh, this is my presentation, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. I noticed that yeah. uh, talking to real people is very different.
0: Yeah, it's it's really interesting. Um, uh, this is funny because like in my family, um, I guess I, I talk normally, but then uh, they, they always tell me like when I'm on the phone or like, In meetings I have like like my business voice on I'm like yeah no that's really cool you know (laughs) um I I kind of see it like that but it is like I I um I guess just like the whole idea of presenting to clients is really different from like school where you're like um you know like you said like this is what I did you know I did this that that um, because you kind of have to craft the story that you want to tell and kind of pitch this in a, to the right audience, right? Because sometimes there'll be designers. Sometimes there'll be, you know, stakeholders and big people who are more, like, business-oriented. Um, and it's all about kind of crafting that story that you want to tell. Um, and thankfully, like, I seem to be doing well in that regard, Um they've uh you know Justin and everyone has told me that like uh I I talk like I've been there for like five years which is really nice Uh, 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 yeah (laughs) again like you know positive compliments are just like I'm just like wow that's that's so nice (laughs) Uh, (laughs) but yeah it's it's like um and one of the advice that my, or one of the points of advice that my design director gave me in, in terms of presenting is like, you know, young designers, they tend to kind of go, like if you're designing like a website, they kind of go through the pieces that they did like one by one. Like, okay, this is the header. This is the the text that I did, you know, the paragraphs. So. But um, he said it's more important to kind of think broader and um, I guess kind of, craft the story around what you did. So like, oh, you know, uh, I noticed that the old website, you know, didn't have this. So I focused my redesign on really optimizing that experience for the user. Cause I know they use these tabs a lot. So trying to, you know, make those more prominent and de-emphasizing the other ones, just kind of like creating a narrative. And, and that helps the, you know, the client whether it be like a stakeholder or like a design team, understand uh, the amount of work you did and also just like the amount of thought you put into it and how that's going to help them. Um, And yeah, just kind of like sell them on it, which I find really cool.
1: When you say uh, um, explaining, I did this because I noticed this when we were looking at users, and so here's my solution. Here, when when I have conversations like that, it feels so good that it's not all my opinion, and it's not all right, subjective. Yeah, yeah. Do you like mm. that too?
0: <laughs> yeah. No. It's and and I in my experience that depends on the information that the client mm. gives us. Because um, I know for one very well-known kind of financial company that i helped work on mm-hmm. um I, I got to redesign their like think like the stocks app of like a little like Ooh. market dashboard on their website um and we got like some small bits of like analytics from them i'm like okay th- like they really use these tabs and like not these other ones we can probably like axe those um <laughs> and kind of um and it's cool because it gives you it's like more information to kind of go off of you have these kind of requirements of like okay you know they they really like this so we'll, we'll kind of keep that um you know i don't think these are important so let's you know kind of close that <laughs> um and then yeah um and they for uh, in the context of this project they also wanted to kind of incorporate more of the user into that experience so it's not just like raw data but like maybe knowledge articles of how to you know if you're a newcomer to finance like mm. um kind of inform them about that or maybe if you're like signed into their account have their information displayed like alongside all of that to kind of create a personalized dashboard to them um, and it, it's it's really cool because it, it all starts from that like initial data set that you'd get of, like, the research um, and testing that they did on their end. Uh, and then you, I, I got to kind of take it and expand on it and really think, like, okay, what would the user want? You know, this is the, all the markets are displayed on the map, but is the map really necessary? You know, mm-hmm. how, is there, like, a cooler way to, to show the thing? Um, and so that, that was really cool to kind of work on.
1: Yeah. I it it must be really fun to work on new stuff often or different projects often. Is that is that fun for you?
0: Yeah, yeah, I would say so. It, it it's like nice to not be working on one project for like months. Although that probably will happen, but I've just been lucky to kinda <laughs> <laughs> have been moving. <laughs> between the, the the different projects that kind of flex um, the creative muscle a little bit. Um, but you also kind of do learn a lot from the different clients because, you know, some clients are very demanding. Some clients mm. are like really chill and smooth.
2: Um,
0: <laughs> so, uh, you know, some are very strict on their requirements. Some don't give that many and it's kind of like, all right, you can design whatever and we'll kind of like use that to decide what we want um and it's definitely really interesting to get that kind of exposure to different clients um especially because I've gotten to sit in on like a bunch of client meetings uh for one of the projects I actually got to you know lead those of like present my work and like you know like phrase and pitch it um, which is really cool. Um, and it, it's it's just a nice kind of like raw experience that you get from just like the interpersonal client agency relationships that, you know, when you sit on, you get a lot of insight from that.
1: I had a, a so uh, my my company is kind of like a company that would occasionally hire a consultant company or agency to do mm-hmm. things. Um, yeah. And so I was actually in a meeting uh and this guy um was one of the their lead designers and he was presenting to us and there was a moment where I was sitting there and I said am I the client what is happening <laughs> <laughs> wait what yeah yeah <laughs> and he was like asking my opinion I'm like it matters
0: <laughs> my, no, I, I, I totally feel that yeah <laughs>
1: dude you have so much more experience than me and you're what
2: mm, <laughs> obviously he wasn't yeah, asking yeah.
1: me specifically but I was in the meeting and I'm like this is freaky I'd never expected to right like, yeah hear. um but but yeah that was that was really cool uh something that that's been happening recently is I've been having a lot of uh and this is good but scary experiences of having to uh um present uh like to the whole dev team what i'm talking about Mm. or um like having something ready to review with uh um the like i don't know like people in other countries uh and they're the people that are going to be developing what i'm I'm talking about and having to answer their questions occasionally not having Mm -hmm. the answer for the question i'll get back to you on that but uh, have, (laughs) have you had like these scary experiences but they're, but they're good because I feel like if if you're not scared and you're not like uncomfortable at times then you're just you're not growing so right I, yeah for sure what are some things that like stick out to you
0: God, I remember for that um that finance company project um that was the one that I got to um have a lot of kind of Leader, or not, not leadership, but like I got to work on it a lot. Like I, I was mainly responsible for pushing the pixels and like, actually making the stuff and presenting it to the client. And I remember this one time, um, in our kind of design check-in meeting, and I like presented the work, and um, we we're um, and my um design director and lead designer and like a couple people f- from our end were also there to like support. Me and kind of chip in if needed, but I remember um the U- UX leader from that client side was like, "Oh, well, you know, Sai, what do you what do you think about this?" And I would, I just like blanked because I I thought like <laughs> I thought I was gonna present my work and just be done, like I could just stay <laughs> on mute the whole time. But it's like, oh, you need my opinion. Oh, I, I. <laughs> um. And that's I think that's definitely something I'm still kind of learning um, is like how to kind of express how I feel or like my opinions on like design, or like what would be good, you know, what, which ones I like more, or even just like from a strategy perspective, of like, okay, they want us to do this. Um, okay, like, how do I tackle that? <laughs> um, and that's something I think with time. And kind of exposure to how, you know, the lead designers and the design director kind of have been managing things um, and kind of leading projects. I'm hoping to get a lot of experience from that.
1: Yeah, that mm. I've definitely had moments uh, where uh, I would say, hey, well, we, you have the option between this or you have the option between mm-hmm. that. And uh, my boss right. literally said, hey, Emily, um you, you know you're the designer and I said oh right <laughs> <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah I just I, I don't know why but I, I didn't think that I was uh 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 right to the to make the decision and I was I was so used mm, to yeah. everybody telling me what to do or, or presenting options and and having them decide between the two right, usually yeah. that's how it would work with clients and like uh, Emily um you're the designer I'm like uh, right, I forgot, <laughs> sorry,
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: no it's it's all about like having the confidence in yourself as like a designer, and that like, oh, I can make the right decision on this, um, which is like i don't i, I like when you know when I like message coworkers for feedback, I'm like, okay, I have all these like things, um, and they're like, what do you think, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like, it's hard to like be confident and like, okay, like my, my gut is like this one, but like, I want to message people, like make sure they're also thinking the same. Um, and th- that's definitely something that, um, I have been trying to work on is like being more confident in that, especially cause I know in, um, in design school, uh, I would always message my cousin who I'm really close with. For feedback, because he also has like the same kind of artistic and kind of like visual mindset, but he's more of like a music guy. Like he makes the cool kind of beats and songs and stuff. Um, huh. And so it's kind of like getting fresh eyes on it. Where I'd like, okay, screenshot this. Okay, what do you think? Like this one or this one? it's like, that one's trash. This <laughs> one, you know, it's good, but like, you know. Maybe like this, this, and it's always like we we have like the similar kind of thought process, so it's like nice to kind of I guess val it's validating when you like agrees with like what I already thought, but I'm, like sending it. But I think like just learning to be more confident in what you're doing uh, is something that I'm trying to work on, which is like really hard,
1: <laughs> but yeah. you know
0: you just kind of work on it,
1: right? Uh. From what what I know of you, it seems like the people that really really know you best are, are your family. Mm. Do you think that's right
0: i yeah, I would say so. I think uh, yeah. my family is like um really close, like even like the extended family um and like we have like we all will get together during like Thanksgiving and like mm-hmm. you know the holidays and things like that. Um and I've just always kind of grown up around them. So it, it's almost like having like built-in friends kind of of just like having these people to hang out with and you know, bond with. But um and that's like nice, but then it also like I, for me it's been hard to kind of like you know make fr- make friends, I guess, or just kind of like mm. find the the right people um once you're like away from that because it's like oh you these f- family is like built in you know you have all these nice people to talk to but then it's like oh you have to make friends on your own oh, <laughs> I <don't know>. um, <laughs> um and thankfully I've ended up with a pretty like strong kind of close um circle of friends and then even like the people at spark where I work have been really great to kind of get to know and be around because they're like a really small company so they're really close-knit and even like the higher-ups like the you know operations director Sarah or like Justin you know they're always like available and like around um it's like we have you know monthly company meetings like usual and like it's the whole company with like 20 people so we all like know each other um and just kind of like hang out and one of them or before before COVID got really bad, I actually got to meet all of them in person or most of them. Oh, really? For one of our meetings. We just like booked a restaurant, like a small kind of local place and ate and hung out and talked to work. And it was like it was cool because you like get to know them beyond the screen. Um and like, oh, you're real people, not pixels on a on a screen but also I guess like because I am like really shy right so like at the beginning um I was just kind of like you know <laughs> um, but you know as I you know get to learn more about them and, you know I opened up more about myself it's been cool to kind of be a part of that close night group um I know uh, on Wednesday we actually had a surprise baby shower for one of our coworkers, which Aww. was really cute <laughs> and um well one of my co-workers Lindsay, she planned it like really well where like we all got these like packages with like party supplies and stuff and i got to make a play-doh baby that was one of the the things that we did in the little baby shower it was really cute um and it was just cool because like you can tell that, that all of these people part of the design team and just like even the leadership like they i remember when i was um when i first kind of like looked up their company once i got that um reach out letter from justin um all of them have been there for like 6 to 7 8 years and i'm like you know something something must be right <laughs> if if they're staying that long and it's like cool to kind of be a part
1: of that um yeah I think that there um there's a there's this weird thing that happens I've noticed when when you mm-hmm. start to connect with someone um who understands what you do for a living but your relationship with them is is you don't want anything from them it's just you right. you can be friends with them and they they understand what you're most interested in and so those friendships yeah, are yeah. are really cool. Do you think that that impacts your the friendships between the people that you work with?
0: Um, I I, I think I would agree with you. Actually, it, it's like it's cool because we're all just like we're all like-minded people, you know. Oh, and you know, during our little like check-ins, you know, we, you know, it's not all work. You know, we can still kind of banter around and you know talk about our day, um, you know, how things are going, you know, what happened in the client meeting and kind of, you know, even like kind of express our opinions on things or kind of events like, oh, that was terrible. I did bad. Uh, uh, and, and be kind of like supportive of each other. Um, and it's cool. Cause like, we're, we're just like coworkers, right? We just like, are like-minded design people that work together and there's like a nice kind of bond that comes out of that
1: um i growing up i was very very close with my sisters and mm-hmm. i didn't have uh any extended family in the state um so yeah. i was re- really close with my my immediate family um and so my, my i'm 23 right now my middle sister is turning 21 this month Mm -hmm. and youngest one is uh 18 uh graduating high school so we're all pretty close Mm -hmm. in age and um I I think I remember there was a summer where I didn't invite a single other person over to the house just because I was like Mm -hmm. why
2: (laughs) right yeah yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: yeah I mean I I had friends but it was like okay school's over see ya in the fall and then i yeah i i just wanted to like be by myself like do my own things go on vacation with my family spend time with my sisters Mm, and the time that i wasn't spending with my sisters i was like i just want to chill by myself no school
2: (laughs) Mm, yeah
1: (laughs) Or, or working i i loved working because uh it was it was like the first time that um maybe this is it i think i'm I think i'm having a moment <laughs> 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 so like okay um <laughs> uh so i i um i didn't really have a lot of like activities or stuff growing up in mm-hmm. high school like i was always encouraged to by my parents like i did swimming and uh mm-hmm. um theater and stuff like that but i got the most joy out of um like having a job um right. and i think it was uh, because i knew that what this person thought of me in the relationship that i have with them is mm. entirely because of me and, and my actions and who i am rather yeah. than this person likes me because they're friends with my mom this person likes mm, me yeah because yeah. of all these other people and so there's i don't know i guess before i go forward with that like wh- what do you think about that
0: um i mean I was like absolutely the same way of like having that separation between like your house and like your friends after school and like there's a lot of myself that I've I mean just like kind of instinctively kind of like suppressed because you know I just want to like fit in and make make the friends that aren't like built in (laughs) with the 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 family that like know all of me right of like I remember in like middle and high school right because I grew up with Sonic the Hedgehog even now I'm just like a big Sonic fan um and um and I kind of like hid that or like you know I didn't really talk about it um as I kind of progressed through middle and high school and kind of found the identity that I wanted to have at the time because everyone was like oh I'm a call Call of duty hardcore man (laughs) (laughs) and and I'm out here like enjoying the the kind of single player you know compelling games and there's like differences like that and then even like you know I I tried like come off as like the funny guy but then there's like a lot of like more there's like more to it than that that I've kind of like hidden um and so I've been you know trying to work on just being okay with like they can know all the stuff because I think I'm my like deep down kind of like the brain is like thinking oh if they know that you're like this then I'm not gonna be friends with you anymore
1: and oh. like things
0: <laughs> like that um but I've you know I've kind of learned that you know if they if they know that i like sonic and they're like we're over not friends anymore then like they were not a good friend to begin with right (laughs) Uh, and it's like it's about learning to be confident in who you are which i think um definitely ties into like a lot of the you know the work experience that i've had at spark you know the just like the thread that was like throughout my whole life of like you know I wasn't confident like that for most of my life and then kind of learned to work on that and you know I I would say definitely like part of that is a big factor of why you know I was able to get this job kind of like being my authentic self and like people enjoying that which is really nice (laughs)
1: sometimes with those people too um Mm. like it's 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 hard when right you see them like treat other people a weird way um because of something and then they don't Mm. know that you're also like that
2: (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. and And I'm like like,
1: oh "Oh, (laughs) I see how it is here okay
2: (laughs) Mm. yeah yeah
1: so oh, yeah, like some of it is uh um I think as I got older um the friends that I have a lot of the time you you watch how they treat other people um, right mm-hmm. and yep. then I'm capable of being friends with them but uh it's not going to be at the at the same level that it could have been does right. that make sense mm-hmm.
0: yeah uh, no I definitely see where you're coming from because I'm I'm like. I'm the guy that like wants to make everyone happy but then like if people do those things that like don't sit well with me then I'm like but but also like I'll still be nice to you you know yeah Um, (laughs) it's like it's an interesting thing to navigate and it's part of why I'm like really grateful to have like the three kind of close friends that I can just like be myself around like my complete self because that like they're they know like the nice things and like the bad things about me and they still kind of like are friends with me and that's just like so baffling to me but it's just (laughs) like oh I'm a nice person you know
1: Uh, why why would that be baffling
0: I mean I don't know I guess like this like the low self-esteem and confidence um of like I'm I'm confident in like the work that I do of like like mm-hmm. I know that I'm like talented or talented. It's like I can like make good work. Um but then like <laughs> Did
1: you just control alt delete that <laughs> in real time? <laughs> command
0: command Z, you know.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um and oh now I lost my train of thought. But <laughs>
1: baffling. We were talking about baffling.
0: Still the, the train of thought is left the station it's still still gone but uh, (laughs) um oh yeah yeah where I was kind of um confident in my work but with me as like a person it's still like um and this is like stemmed since like the childhood days or whatever um it's still kind of shaky um and you know that that's kind of why it's still like you know baffling or just like like wow people want to be friends with me um even though i'm like sonic you know (laughs) (laughs) that's like the the high level yeah
1: and and when you were talking about how like uh you you wanted yourself to be like the funny kid when there Mm. was a lot more to it uh do you care talking about what what that meant
0: um, yeah, because I think, um, you know, up until, like, middle school, I was just seen as, like, the computer kid, like, just the, the guy who's like, hey, Cy, si, my iPhone has bad battery. How do you fix it? I'm <laughs> um, like, I, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, or just, like... the. guy that teachers would be like oh the video's not playing and then i would hit refresh and then it plays and i'm (laughs) I'm just like their lifesaver um so (laughs) plus i was just like that kind of nerdy like glasses wearing you know skinny guy um and that just it felt like that became my identity Mm. even though there was like more to what i am like you know i love to read you know i like video games, I like writing stories, you know, I would always sketch, you know, all these, these other kind of aspects to me, but everyone only saw like this like computer part. And so in high school, like I would say like late middle into like high school is when I kind of was able to find an identity, which is like, oh, I'm also funny. So I can just like make the jokes, right? (laughs) and then that kind of and and that worked, right? Like that, um, you know, people thought I was like a cool guy. I was like the meme god, <laughs> or like, you know. Oh my god. Even even back in high school, right?
1: <laughs> what um, what people don't know is that Cy made a meme account for our our major in college and it was like the best meme account for graphics.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks. That that's high praise.
1: <laughs> but but yeah keep keep going um Mm,
0: yeah um and so yeah I just kind of started cracking jokes and you know kind of having that bit of levity the class clown I would say um and it was and people did kind of gravitate towards that um and then it almost kind of you know, because they reacted positively to that, it's almost like, okay, they like this, so you can't show them anything else. Mm. Um And it's like, uh it was something that I've had to kind of struggle with, even through, like, you know, freshman, sophomore year of college, I would say, um, and kind of learn that, like, you know, it's okay to be all these things at once. You don't have to just wear the funny guy mask you can also do this and this uh which is why like most of the college um time I always felt like alone because it's like Mm. oh these these people only like see me this way but not like all of these other ways that I am and it was just like it felt like all my like friends or whatever were all like so surface level because they only Mm. know like the one Part, I guess um and you know once I've kind of started working on that and you know just being comfortable of like oh yeah I also you know love reading oh oh you too oh that's cool Uh, like (laughs) things like that opening up these more other um parts of myself it, it does I think strengthen the friendships that I have when they're like oh, that's so cool. Or, like, they're, like, okay with who you are um, when you were, like, so afraid that they wouldn't be before.
2: Mm.
0: Um, and because then they start to know, like, more about you and, like, more of, like, all these things. Um, and they they start to get a better picture of, like, all of who you are. And then that really does, I think, strengthen that friendship. Um, so it's been, like, a big journey um I would say in terms of like a my approach to you know how I am um and I think because I've like made all that progress you know um I was able to you know get this job and you know be a nice designer just kind of having fun in his job with like the right people Uh, (laughs) yeah
1: I've found that um Yeah, I used to um, do a bit of that, of trying to read a person uh, and then Mm -hmm. try to fit myself into what I thought that they wanted. Um, Right. Mm -hmm. And sometimes logistically, it makes sense. Like in college, um, uh, if you want a good grade, it helps a Mm -hmm. lot if the professor likes you. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) uh mm-hmm. you ask them about like things that they do, or you try to mm-hmm. um and it's not like a manipulative thing it's like and it, it feels good when when a professor like gives you any sort of special treatment or talks to you after class or says that they mm-hmm. like yeah see you potential in your photography or something like right that. yeah <laughs> <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: um but um yeah i i i once i um i graduated and then started started working not not at MetLife but like in freelancing and stuff like that mm-hmm. um just the relief of um not needing other people let right. me do this thing that I I had never done before which was <laughs> um uh this is gonna sound weird but uh um being friends with people for no reason <laughs> right yeah <laughs> mm. and um i i i started doing it um aggressively <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> i i i started reaching out to people that i found interesting because the thing that i was right. most interested in was ux web design anything that's like a digital experience i was just so fascinated in it and i didn't uh and Not that COVID's good, but COVID kind of helped me out a little bit with it. um, Yeah. yeah. I I used to feel the time that if there were these parties that were going on that I was like missing out and all this Mm -hmm. kind of stuff when a lot of the time I just wanted to be in my room on a YouTube video learning something and then you feel like you're missing out.
2: (laughs) I feel that. I feel that. (laughs) Um,
0: Yeah. Because I I know in in college, um, you know, in like the sophomore year. um, Yeah. I used to have like these like little these parties in my apartment where like the people in the major would kind of show up and it would just get wasted and you know, um <laughs> but it was like I only did it to like fit in because like
2: I'm
0: I'm not like a hardcore like drug man or like any, <laughs> any of the, the kind of like things that the college folks do. <laughs> I'll, I'm the guy that just like reads and like oh watches YouTube videos and video games and like does all these things. But I, I didn't have that confidence back then to kind of be that person. Um, and so I, I, I definitely see where you're coming from. Oh wait, sorry. And then the one other thing that I forgot to mention, but it's really important, is
2: yeah.
0: Um, uh. I mentioned how I was kind of afraid of like people finding out about these other parts of me of like oh I like Sonic just the go-to <laughs> example but um but part of that is also just from like my um I was kind of self-conscious about showing the Indian heritage mm. aspect of it too um because you know I I did grow up in like a in a predominantly just kind of, like, American neighborhood or, like, one of the few, like, Indian folks there. And so I'd be like, oh, where are you from? And I'm like, oh, I was born in Jersey, <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, um, and there was, like, a lot of, um, I felt like I didn't, I couldn't, like, show that part of myself, which is, like, so, um, you know, there's so much cool stuff with, like, the Indian culture and, like, traditions and um, all of that. But, like, to everyone in, like, the school, I would have to be, like, normal white side, <laughs> <you know>, whitewashed, <laughs> I guess, uh, and, like, not, uh, I guess, express any of that. Yeah. Um, And uh, that that's definitely, you know, one of the big things that I've kind of struggled with. And I think definitely design school helped me, you know, kind of tackle that a little bit. Mm -hmm. especially with my um my magazine project
1: i
2: was about about to say
1: (laughs) (laughs) um it starts with a j and ends with a t
0: yeah um it's called jug up like j-a-g-a-t yeah yeah yeah. um (laughs) because that um those kind of design projects were able to or i was able to really tap into you know the indian part of me which i never did before right like freshman year you know early sophomore year was like good dog dog food and just like you know just trying to do like these things that were cool um but then once uh I kind of realized that there's like this whole like colorful breadth of like other experience that I just haven't tapped into because I just want to like fit in right um and you know that I was able to kind of put a lot more of myself that I haven't tapped into, you know, with like the um, magazine of just China, that uh, the cover story of the guy kind of split between the two countries of America and India, you know, that was like, that's me. <laughs> um, and also just like, you know, the spice kit, like I was inspired by like my mom's cooking, right? Um, you know, she had this little like metal plate of spices of like each one like a unique color and I'm like oh that's so cool you know um and even like the big senior project that I did where it was kind of a way of tapping into my study abroad experience but also just my own kind of Indian heritage kind of exploring that in a way that I never did before because I am was you know self-conscious or just like You know, just wanting to portray like the Americanized version of Psy. Um, And that's something I I still want to explore just in my own time through like the personal projects, Um, that kind of aspect of it.
1: Did you ever feel like, um, uh, I don't know, this might be a weird thing to ask, but did you (laughs) ever feel like uh, you didn't fit in either like you were too americanized to fit in the indian part of you and then uh you felt like you were too indian to fit like fit in this americanized place that you felt like you were in
0: oh yeah absolutely and i think that's a thing uh, a lot of like immigrants or even just like you know children of immigrant parents struggle with is like that feeling of like being you know and torn between the two countries of like you know you're not american enough for these like central pa people but then when you go to india and like visit family you don't like you can speak the language but you don't know enough so Mm. you're just like um and like it feels like oh you're just an american man american kid you don't remember all the indian ways and like things like that and it's like um and it's like you're you don't you're never enough from either side sometimes Mm -hmm. um which is like a weird place to be in right because it's like you can't win right so it's just about kind of like learning to be okay with yourself and you know your heritage you come from these two unique worlds um and kind of embracing that
2: outside
1: um i i've been curious about this over like the last couple of days um mm-hmm. kind of uh, uh i noticed that a, a lot of not a lot i don't know how to where do i start
0: <laughs> you you can control out delete that yourself yeah <laughs>
1: i'll keep it in <laughs> um i uh, i saw that sometimes people will come to the u.s and then their mm-hmm. kids are here and their kids grow up with both um, like w- what it's like to be living here and then what they have from their parents. Um, mm-hmm. And then there's kind of like this negative scolding thing of, uh, oh, you're Americanized. You're too American. Like you don't know what it was like or like you don't understand X, Y, Z. And mm-hmm there's a part of me that's kind of thinking um uh is it their fault <laughs> <laughs> Like what the... <laughs> what is this kid supposed to do
0: <laughs> yeah it, it's like you can't really do anything it's just like the way that just kind of happens right when you know for example like my parents moved uh, my dad you know moved here to get his master's um and you know brought my two baby or older sisters but they're like teeny tiny at the time and you know my mom with uh with him later and like it's yeah. and I, like it must have been like so uh, like so much of a change for my two sisters I mean they were like my oldest sister was like three so they don't probably remember but just like imagining that like huge change of just like you thought you were living here oh you live in a completely different country now <laughs> um and even for like my dad and you know mom it's just like adapting to a whole different like cultural standard of like what people expect from you and like learning english learning how you know the society works here As compared to, to there, and I'm like absolutely. I'm fortunate to have been like just born here in like Jersey, right, (laughs) Uh, and and not like um and having I guess growing up in this kind of American environment where I can learn to like, you know, um, I can like speak, and like you know get along with everyone like understand the societal kind of norms or traits I guess and kind of adapt um, in a way that it was I think definitely harder for you know my parents back then because it was like you've grown up so ingrained in these like this one way of living and then you have to kind of like adapt just kind of move over there and like oh suddenly everything you know is is wrong (laughs) um i i do find that really fascinating and something i don't like take for granted um and it is like you know that feeling of like if someone tells you oh you're too indian or too americanized it's like a weird like can't really do anything about that right yeah but you know just kind of i guess recognize that your parents worked so hard to to get you to where you are looking for a better life and um I try and like that's part of what motivates me um especially with like the design work and just in life I would say
1: so do you consider um your family moving you here do you ever think of that as a gift that they gave you
0: i would definitely agree with that yeah definitely a gift you know even if i didn't like know it at the time as a young infant <laughs> baby uh, <laughs> you know um yeah yeah and especially um, even like uh, so my my grandfather was like really big on education he was uh, the headmaster of like the school that my dad kind of grew up in like, um, and like that local kind of village school and like you know he saw potential in my dad and so he sent him off to the city in India to kind of further his education and then you know my dad carried that same mindset and really kind of instilled that in me of kind of like always you know be learning and just kind of like open to getting better working hard um, and that's why I love like Udemy, right? <laughs> just kind of taking these these courses and really kind of like just learning, mm-hmm. right? Just reading about new things um, or even like now I'm taking a course on figure drawing just because um, uh, I know illustration isn't really like the strong suit of mine. And it's mm-hmm. something that I want to get better at just because there's like a lot of stories I want to tell that are just like in my head that I want to like <laughs> visualize, paint out, or just kind of like express. Um, but I want to learn the skills to to do it well, and I think just that openness to learn, education, um, the the whole like parents uh, are definitely a big influence on
2: that.
1: Um. I... Something that I've been thinking about over like the past few months um mm-hmm. is like uh the 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 type of gift that, that my dad gave me um mm-hmm. uh and not really realizing it until now. Uh right. Uh my my dad um and he listens to this so hi dad. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh my dad works um really 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 hard um Mm. and what is this what
0: (laughs) (laughs) no it's okay I was I've been doing the same thing so
1: not in the mood Mm. to do that so keep going um yeah so my dad um uh like growing up there would be times where he would be at work um before Mm. I woke up in the morning and he wouldn't come back until after i went to bed um Mm. and and like no don't listen to this thinking that like this is me saying boo-hoo boo-hoo no like this is me being (laughs) so incredibly grateful because Mm, um uh i i remember once when my dad went on a business trip and Mm. uh my my mom was like oh he's been in like i don't know florida or something like that for the past week or the past couple days and i'm like he has (laughs) (laughs) because i thought that Mm. he was just like going to work before i woke up and going to bed after i went to bed like i don't think it was week. i think it was just a couple days but um to to see him him do that and and like even do it now to this day i remember just the other day he's like yeah i went to work at like four o'clock in the morning and i was like what the f- what <laughs> <laughs> like i left and i was like what? Hmm. and and like there there was a point like he, he's a he's a computer programmer um and he's right. so incredibly uh gifted at that and just it's it's a weird feeling um to be given so much um and uh and not be able to do anything back and also not really having the words to to tell somebody thank you for doing this this thing that I wasn't even conscious of when when Mm -hmm. I was growing up what do you think about that
0: yeah no I I absolutely agree and I like feel the same way (laughs) it is like it's it's a big motivator of like why I work hard because it's like you know I want to make all those sacrifices worth it right all that the, the hard work that he did you know for his family for me when i came um and just kind of like make him proud and i do I, and i do try and like let him know like you know i do appreciate that you like went through all this i'm like you know your influence has been really helpful um but he's like me where like the con it's it's weird when you get like positive compliments it's like oh <laughs> 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 um, run, runs in the family so <laughs> but um
1: <laughs> yeah. and it's in dad
2: <laughs> oh yeah
1: yeah <laughs> yeah i don't it's i don't know it's a weird thing i so i um, hope if he's listening to this like i i don't know how to say it but whatever i just said i hope that you, you understood what i meant <laughs>
0: yeah i mean i i i got i got it so
1: <laughs> and um yeah so Wow, we got here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) To think this started off as like, how did you get a job, and now (laughs) we're just landed in the weeds, like in our psyches. But I think it was really productive and helpful. Um, Yeah, I got a lot (laughs) out of that.
1: Um. So, uh, question: When you Mm -hmm. um, when you get off this call today and go and and hang out with your family? uh what what are you going to think about <laughs>
0: well oh that's that's a good question you know i think you know my dad has covid or no he doesn't have covid he like came from india and hmm. so we have to like wear masks around the house so going can be like oh. you didn't wear your mask
2: and i'm like oh, sorry sorry <laughs>
0: i just got off the call <laughs> um and it's like you know um it just kind of puts that in perspective right because like you know he he did all these sacrifices for you but in the end you still quirky (laughs) dead, like your your parent you know um so i think that i mean that will definitely happen that'll just put things in perspective especially after like our call right Mm -hmm. um it'll be a lot to think about it'll be nice uh, I'm definitely gonna like think about this in my sleep I, I already <laughs> know
1: <laughs> well I I don't know I think I got a lot of hanging out with you too I think I uh, mm. I think I realized why I liked working a lot as high school <laughs> and mm, stuff yeah. like that yeah. and um yeah it it was so fun to hang out with you again And it's, it's so weird that, that like somebody used to see every day, you see like every couple months.
2: Mm,
0: Yeah. I mean, we should definitely like still stay in touch and kind of not make it so that we're talking every couple of months. So that would be really (laughs) great. But, (laughs) but it has, it has been really great just getting to catch up and see where you're at too. Um, I mean, just like, you know, starting your freelance gig like right after graduation, starting the first episode of the podcast that I had the honor of like being a part of, right? And now it has like over a thousand listeners and all these like countries. That's It's been so cool to see like that growth on your end too
1: the uh being able to do this um and and do podcasts with people and, and meet people and stuff like that that i mm. felt comfortable enough to start because i knew i was starting with my friend <laughs> that mm, wasn't yeah. gonna be weird or like i don't know unexpected or i knew you and I've i've had mm. so many crazy things happen like between like a job offer and friends in different countries and different projects and stuff like mm, that like, yeah it's just definitely weird that like months and months later i i i feel like my life is different just because like people are willing to hang out with me and talk with me for two hours <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. yeah yeah and they've been really fun to listen to too so
1: oh thanks so the, the mm. way that I that I end it, because I never know how to end conversations ever. I'm super awkward about it. Um mm. <laughs> is uh I, I I end uh the the podcast. If you remember, uh I reintroduce myself and tell people where I exist on the internet. Um <laughs> and then we we mm. close out with you and then and then we wrap up the podcast. Yes.
2: Yeah. All right. So Good plan?
1: Good.
2: Yep. Awesome. <laughs>
1: Alrighty. So, um, hi, I'm Emily, (laughs) Emily (laughs) Giordano, and um, I am a UX person. I'm a Webflow person. Um, I occasionally do uh, YouTube videos where I find cool people's websites and I just do fun reactions to it. And for some reason, people are actually responding like wait i'm gonna just people like these companies that i'm doing these youtube reactions of they're actually responding and they're like oh thank you so much and they have like thousands of followers and stuff like that i'm like what who okay like (laughs) let's be friends and then they actually they came on the podcast like one of them came on the podcast he's he's, a french and he's he lives in japan but anyway back to this um yeah so i do that and (laughs) um i also have this podcast and uh you can find my website which is a uh, great design my instagram where i post about podcasts and youtube videos and stuff like that is great design lead if you want to reach out to me directly it's emily e-m-i-l-y at great design lead.com youtube channel is great design if you google that things will show up um but yeah <laughs> <laughs> that that's who i am uh thanks so much for for listening and, and hanging out and uh uh we'll finish up with sai and then we'll we'll head out of here
0: yeah well you know like i said at the beginning i'm sai um i'm just a graphic designer at spark dsg and you can um my main portfolio website which is more of like my personal and school work is at com. that's like s a i k a n n design.com And you can just reach out to me at scicondesign at gmail.com. You know, I'd love to hear from you. That'd be fun.
1: Perfect. If you have any questions for him, if you want to, like, just be friends because you listen to this, you're like, I also want to be friends with him. You can do that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That would be cool.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, all of this will be in the podcast description, so you don't have to worry about spelling or links or anything like that. So it'll be all right there. And I guess this is just goodbye until until next time
2: all right goodbye